0: What's happening, Renegade coaches in the building? Yeah. Yo, we out here, and we back, back, back. Uh-oh, this cat right here got the count, count, count shit going black, down. Black, black, black. I like the rhyme. I like yep. the rhyme. Okay, okay, MC Kamal, people call him milk. Anyway. <laughs> 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 for various reasons. Very. <laughs> oh. that. Hey, yo, what's <laughs> happening? It's Kalaji Jamacheng in the building. It's the riot starter. Yo, it's Kamal K.
1: Franklin, you know what I'm saying? The organizer who does the most.
0: That's right. The K stands for Kunta Kente. He gets busy. You oh, don't cut my foot off, B. Oh, this cat right here. Politically you know incorrect. But anyway, this is Renegade Culture, your favorite podcast in the whole goddamn planet. You know what I mean? We are on episode, uh, I think we we're on episode 60 right about now. It might be. Yeah,
1: we just. We just doing it. That's all. We just episode after episode. The numbers keep going up. No doubt. People keep loving our podcast. Yes. You
0: know yes. We getting a lot of listeners. Shout out to our listeners. We have listeners over on the continent, over in Europe. I don't know what the fuck they listening for. We got <laughs> them all over, but man. we glad y'all listening though.
1: Asia. Yes. Got them in Saudi, Saudi Arabia. We got, man, we I got, got know, listeners in Iran. To listen I mean, to in some places they
0: to. I was looking at some of the li- some of the uh, listeners, the list, and I'm I'm like, wow. Like we gonna get white ball. <laughs> they all here
1: for me, you know what I'm saying? And they they're all here
0: for you, no doubt. no doubt, no doubt. But anyway, what's happening, man? We okay, got yeah. we got a special guest on deck tonight.
1: Yo, we got a guest who is it's long overdue having his sister up okay. on here with us, man. This is a sister who, I mean, we go back, I think close to 25, close to 25, 30 years in terms of organizing together.
0: My she condolences one, to her. Word.
1: She, I going not leave that alone. She got the one <laughs> and only. Yes. Rosa Clemente. One of the most important um, um, uh, organizers, activists, somebody who's done work in the United States, outside the United States, someone who's fought for self-determination. This sister is gonna be on the air with us talking about what's happening during this, this, this virus, what's happening with a general strike that's coming up soon. Um, and all the things we need to know about what's happening in the political world.
0: But you gotta give her a proper introduction. You' supposed to be like, "Ladies and gentlemen, Rosa Clemente's in the building. <laughs> Straight out of NY. You know what I mean? Been organizing for quite some time.
1: All right, let me try to get. Let me try to get. Straight out the Bronx. Uh oh.
0: Boogie down. What I'm Straight out of boogie down. Okay. okay. Rosa from Puerto Rico, you know what I'm saying? What? back in the day of black My girl Yes.
1: in the spot, <laughs> in the place, about to lace it up and tell you all the things that's going down in the USA today. Hey, and you got to point out she's a former vice presidential candidate. That's blah, blah. party, former vice presidential candidate with sister Cynthia McKinney.
0: No you know doubt. Who, who's also been a guest on the show?
1: That's right, that's right. Who was calling me names? I'm not sure we're gonna have her back, but it's a bit I think we
0: should have her call. she should call you back. She told you to bow down to a killer that's greater than you. Ha. She
1: was, she was obviously on dope that day. But
0: anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sending her to this copy. <laughs> uh, you know what? We got. What's going on with the, with
2: the ear doctor? I haven't heard a word from him. You I know. know, they even they just, just left me out the whole uh conversation. I was like, Damn Oh man, we
0: gave we thought it's, you had a doctor's note.
2: Oh I yeah, I, I guess you ain't see me in the zoom or nothing, you know what I'm saying? I'm on you
0: know, it's okay. all good. We saw you I'm in the right Zoom. Here. We saw you in the Zoom. Ladies and gentlemen, the air <laughs> doctors in the building. Blah, <laughs> blah, blah, blah.
1: Playback Studios, playback
2: sounds, you know what I'm Yes, sir, yes sir. And I'd like to welcome off our, our guests. This is our first time meeting and uh, like I said, I we both said we apologize for Kamal. But <laughs>
0: Thank you. What are you apologizing for? I have no idea. He said
2: you've been working with him for 30 years, 20 years.
0: Oh, she's been working with you for apparently three minutes, and she'll never do it again.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, hey. Anyway. So So let's get it going, y'all. Let's come back and start our show with Rosa Clemente. we got some great topics. You know everybody's social distancing and and trying to stay safe. No doubt. We're going to talk about the state of capitalism, worker strikes, um, and other things that's going on
0: with this COVID B virus. No doubt. You listen to Renegade Culture. <laughs> What's that Renegade Culture?
1: Yo, we back, back, back. I keep doing that, man. I love it.
0: Because we
2: black, black, black.
0: Yo. <laughs> I, I, I'm glad you keep putting that shit. But I must say that I fucking hate that shit. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> But if you like it, yeah, I know. Okay. Hey,
2: what, uh, come on. You know what he do like? What? The R, the E, the, the e, N, the, the E, the G, e. G, the A, the D, the E is Renegade. Renegade, Renegade. go job. Woo. Yeah. Anyway. Are
0: you there yes. with us? I am here with you all. I'm sure she's ready TV to run. All of that stuff we going on. I wanna
1: make sure you hear all of that because this is the real I, show, Renegade Culture. I, I, I hear it all.
0: <coughs> I, I know, Rosa, I don't know how he talked you into coming on here, you know what I mean? Um, but we're glad to have you. Good to see you in the building, haven't saw you in a while. How's everything hey, up here. in NY?
3: Well, I am two and a half hours away. I live in Albany, the okay. capital of New York, so okay. uh, the cases here are not anywhere that they are the numbers in New York City. You know what it is, people think New York City's a state and they forget that there's like millions of other people outside of New York City. No doubt. Um, I think the big issue that's going to happen here very soon is the further upstate you go, the more those are rural communities. And because um, the governor of New York has spent the last eight years cutting Medicaid half the hospitals that used to be in upstate new york are gone there's not a lot of doctors and there's actually no testing happening anywhere except albany but in other places like rochester and buffalo um and all those places there's absolutely no testing and a lot of people live approximately 11 miles from any hospital wherever they're at so once this starts spreading here it's probably going to be devastating older farm communities and agricultural um, workers that have been here for a long time. And then obviously it will also impact all the state prisons. Most of them are from Albany, New York, all the way to the border. A lot of COs in most prisons are already infected and there have been four people that have died now in prisons, uh, which they're not trying to report. So it's, it's a very different situation um, than what's happening in New York City, but it could turn out to be that way up here, especially because of the number of prisons we have, and how most communities in these in the prisons in these communities are the number one employer, either prisons or Walmart. So. It, it will it it'll just look different than what's happening in New York City. But I'm, it's happening.
0: I'm glad you mentioned uh, the prisons because we've been getting calls just on an organizational tip um, from a number of different brothers and sisters who are locked up uh, in New York, in Danbury, Connecticut, uh, in New Jersey, Mississippi. Uh, we've gotten calls from Ohio, different places like that. Folks uh, yeah. complaining about the mistreatment. Not as if, uh, not that there's ever been any proper treatment in these American prisons, anyway, but um, you know, right now it's a uh, it's a serious uh, serious thing going on, and a lot of folks aren't on hip to it. Um,
3: yeah, they, they're undercounting that. My brother-in-law is actually in Sing Sing, okay. which is a little bit outside of New York City. It's a maximum security prison, and there's been two people that died, and both those per- people incarcerated that died their bodies were in those cell block that he's in for over four days before they were taken out. Wow. Um, and all prisons here now are on our full lockdown. So everybody's on a 23 hour lockdown. They get one hour a day to shower, eat and get what they need from commissary. Um, and that'll probably continue this very uh, crazy lockdown. And obviously there, there are no masks for, prisoners, but of course they've been making their own masks from what they have. But they uh, nobody in a prison has been provided any type of protection equipment. And you know, obviously there's no social distancing that happens in prisons. So it's just once it really spreads or most likely the CEOs keep are coming in and they're infected. So they're infecting those incarcerated, but now they're beginning to infect the members of their communities, so we've that's heard. something that people really, really need to keep an eye on and and keep pushing for release of mostly all people up here are in jail for drugs and nonviolent felons, felon felonies. So,
1: and to follow up on what Kalaji was saying, like we've definitely heard stories that have been broadcast around folks who've been um, they've been held. And the uh, only reason they have been held is because they couldn't make bail in some jails. And some of those folks have gotten infected. Some people have actually died waiting to get out. Folks are waiting on trial. Um, And folks who've been, like you said, in prison, uh, the infection rate is being undercounted. People are not taking stock of what's happening um, because as always, prisoners are thought of lastly in terms of who deserves health care, who needs to be checked after is that these people don't have families themselves. And again, because the majority of people who are locked up in, uh, in jails and prisons are folks who are awaiting trial. They haven't even been convicted of something, but yet they are now um, doubly uh, at risk of, 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 of getting these, this virus and, and, and possibly dying because they don't have access to healthcare and no one is treating um, them like they're real human beings. They're just like somebody to be discarded or thought of lastly. In terms of how to solve this social epidemic uh, this pandemic that's going on
3: yeah um, and the thing right so once you're in a in a prison you've already been convicted so you're speaking more to what's happening on rikers which is the jail um it's the largest jail in the country um it's not just one rikers is like a campus of many different jails which includes women and and youth and then um, the larger parts of um, the Rikers jail system so right now there are over 5,000 people in Rikers um, and that's where the outbreak has been the most right because like you said most of those people are waiting to go, quote go to trial and most of them the average bail is like a thousand dollars so that's why organizations worked years to do bail reform here and People who were in Rikers were beginning to be released, but in the budget that just passed last week in New York state, one of the compromises Cuomo wanted and that the Democrats gave him is a complete rollback of the bail reform that was won. So Rikers has, I think over a hundred COs that are infected and are being told they still have to go back to work. So And then obviously there's deaths that have been in Rikers, but they're really, really trying to hide those numbers. Um, And unfortunately, when Cuomo has his daily briefings and, you know, people not not us, but the majority of people, you know, think that Cuomo's like the great white hope um, because he does these daily press briefings, which I actually think are great, you know, but when he has no journalists of color are in there asking him any questions and then he was asked by one international journalist like what about people that are in prisons and jails in new york and cuomo's response was like they're fine they could social distance by staying in their cells 23 hours a day and that literally has been his response you know and but there there's also an organization called releasing aging prison population, because New York State prisons, the average person in prison now is over 50 years old, you know, um, we obviously have a couple political prisoners that are still there, David Gilbert and Jaleel Muntikin, right, but they're also 65 up to 70. And, you know, lastly, what they're doing, which is very traumatic is they're not allowing any visitors. So, the only reason we're finding out information is because brothers and sisters are finding ways to get a cell phone in there and shooting video and sending it out. You know, so, but Rikers and and Cook County Jail, so in Chicago, Cook County Jail is the place where there are the most infected people with corona, including the city. So Cook County Jail is like the epicenter of the virus. And that's gonna probably end up happening in Rikers, maybe, because obviously New York City is still the epicenter in the world of the most cases. So people really have to hopefully join releasing aging prison population, um, look at the work that the Jericho movement is doing so we can finally get David Gilbert out and Jaleel Mutakin out, and obviously trying to keep um, a, a, a daily count um, from brothers and sisters that are calling to say, Well, someone died today, or three people died today. So, within that context, at least the organizing is really good because obviously we can't go out there and protest like we usually would, but now people are doing car caravans where they're surrounding the prisons and the jails and the youth detention centers and um that's been going on now for about a week in new york and that's pretty powerful to see like people will find a way to organize even if they have to do it in their cars and surround the these prisons and jails
0: so what the wild thing you mentioned about i mean you mentioned some of the shittiest prisons um uh, uh in america um yeah. sing sing, um, sing, sing. Mm-hmm. uh rikers attica, attica clinton yeah. danamora um Rawway, um, uh, I'm from Connecticut, so you have Danbury, the federal prison there. Um, mm-hmm. You got Cook County. Cook County is notorious. I mean, I remember back in the day they had uh, the women reusing their uh, their their sanitary pads. They had them yeah. washing their pads out by hand. Yep. So these are notorious uh, spots already. Um, one of the things you mentioned a lot of the uh, brothers and sisters locked up in New York on thousand dollar bonds here in places like Georgia, and I'm sure there and a number of other different places around the country, um, the courts are closed. So you have situations where you can get locked up. I mean, if you were getting locked up on bullshit before, yeah. I mean, you can, you might have went in when this whole shutdown shit went off, and you might have got jammed for some traffic shit, mm-hmm. and, and you're caught up. Now, yeah. I, I've heard cases of, uh, you know, them releasing certain inmates, but, um, you know, we're still getting calls saying, look, my son got arrested uh, because his, uh, his license was suspended and he was driving or whatever, and he hasn't been heard, hasn't been given a bail or anything yet. You know what I mean? So for the listeners, make sure that you uh, check on your loved ones. Make sure that you, uh, uh, you know, many of us, as far as from the activist community, we have letter-writing campaigns. This is the time to beef that shit up. This is the time to write all your loved ones, friends, so it's over, if you're not hearing from them, then make sure that you uh check up on them. A lot of these brothers are getting bagged on the cell phone situations and you know, they're literally disappearing. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? And it's
3: it, it's Listen. not only prisons and jails. I, I want to also say, right, that all of the immigrant detention centers, if you were to look at the, those are the hot, hot spots period. There's been over three hundred Um, children in one of the prison centers in Texas, uh, in Brownsville, Texas, that all have the virus, Mm. right? I mean, they were already being left in cages. Now over 300 children have the virus. Um, And as well is that the United States is doing mass deportations every day to Guatemala. And the last flight that landed in Guatemala, 90% of those folks have the virus and then they're like just being told, now you're back in your home country, right? Where um, Latin America and Central America, particularly like Ecuador and Peru, when one case happened, they just shut this country down. Mm -hmm. So there's very limited um, cases there, but we have to also remember like all these young people that are in this immigrant detention system because Unfortunately, you know, organizers, some are not doing a good enough job of like uplifting what is going on in these immigrant detention centers. And lastly, we have to be prepared for now, like starting tomorrow in New York State, if you are outside, you have to wear a mask. Right. And while that's happening, we're also now seeing particularly black and brown men who are being kicked out of Walmarts and targets and being rolled up on the police are rolling them up asking why they're wearing a mask. Or, but mm-hmm. here and tomorrow you have to wear a mask. Right. Yeah. So we, we, we're, we're going we don't, you're going to be cited.
0: We're going to, we're going to come back and talk about more yeah. of that. Uh, yeah, yeah. in, in just a minute, we got to take a quick break, but you're listening to Rosa Clemente, um, giving us, uh, the play by play on what's going on in, uh, New York and the surrounding areas. And, um, you know, this is Renegade Coaching, we'll be back at you. Kalanji, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I hear you. What's happening, Renegade Coaches in the building? we blup, We back, you know
1: what I'm saying?
0: I we'll am the mighty Kalanji Jamachanga. Alongside you
1: know, Franklin, here yes, Rosa Clemente, the one and only,
0: and the air doctor. Okay, and oh, the air so, doctor. And, oh, and see, ed I, ed I gotta say, <laughs> I gotta cover my own ground. Like, the doctor. You know what I mean? He's doing hey, something. Yo, Rosa, why this man speaking for you, man? What's going on with that? Speaking
3: for who? Me?
0: I, I don't know. He keeps saying your name like you, like your voice is muted or something. I don't what? no I can't problem say. Rosa
3: Clemente. No, I love how that, say it again, I love It's better that.
1: than the producer back are trying to call a shorty, you know what I'm saying? I know, exactly. <laughs> Although I am short. Oh,
0: there you go. That's the hey, Empress. <laughs> Lou, Lou's called the Empress now. Now she's shorty, the Empress. Rosa Clemente. I like the Empress. Yeah, um, well, he, he, he's a true roster, and y'all about the same height. Anyway. He, he cut
1: a hole in his mask just to smoke. You know what <laughs> 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 <If> I'm saying?
0: <laughs> 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 man said you're the former, man. Why do you call you the former, man? Oh, my God.
1: So, yo, let's get back to our topic ahead. Yeah, we was talking about uh 19 we were really talking about the prison industrial complex and um how COVID is is um, affected uh impacted folks in prison and i wanted to bring it back too because we spoke about folks in prison and jail but we we also still spoke about the, the situation with immigrants also being deported and, and how it's spreading in immigration detention centers but we also need to touch on how All of this starts with the police, the cops, the pigs on the street, and how they continue to harass our people. I think people have seen several viral videos that have come Mm -hmm. out. This doctor who was, um, who's uh, part of his job has been to check homeless folks for uh, COVID-19 and he gets stopped. This cop is all up in his face, handcuffs them. This cop has no mask on, no gloves on. They themselves are, are part of the reason this could be being spread in our communities. Um, and so, Rose, I wanted you to touch on that situation around how the, the mechanics of the police are still operating as if it's business as always or business as usual.
3: Yeah, and I think they will continue to operate and actually probably um, ramp it up now that states, or at least here in New York State, you have to wear a mask starting tomorrow to go out. You know, so I, I I don't see anything different. I actually do believe that there will be more policing in our communities. Because as the numbers begin to tell us that um, there are more Black people, and, and this is the language they use, I don't use the word Latinx, but they, um, Black and Latinx people are going, in fact, in New York, Latinx people being infected has now surpassed the demographic of African Americans. So I think what will begin to happen, honestly, is that there will be more police um, because the the consciousness is going to be like, well, it's black and brown people getting it. So they need to stay up in their house unless they're essentially doing something. Also, in New York, you're going to have to show ID, you know, if a police officer stops you to tell them where you're going. Hmm. So. In fact, one of our comrades, Kali Okuno, was talking about that the other day on an interview we did together where he said, don't be surprised if everybody will soon have to have an immunization car and we'll have to show that they're I- immune. Right. You know, so I think there's going to be more brutal policing happening, particularly in New York, but everywhere else. And the doctor that you referred to, Dr. Henderson um, people should watch the video. He was in front of his house and the police rolled up on him, asked him what, what he was doing. He told them they handcuffed him. Uh, luckily his wife came out and did the situation and the, the family had video. So they were able to you know show everybody this is exactly what happened. So I think more and more, especially black and brown folks are definitely gonna become a target for policing. And if you give people citations, and they can't pay them, then in the long run, they're going to go and find people, you know, who didn't pay their $1,000 fine or whatever fines that some of these states are going to have.
0: So we're about to see Stop and Frisk 2020, the remix. Um, The remix, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Because because we already know. Coronavirus remix. No doubt, no doubt. Post-corona. And really... Like I I think I said in the last episode, you know, this is going to be the biggest shit since uh, post 9-11 with the whole police state action. And um, I'm waiting for this, uh, you know, this mandatory immunization thing Mm -hmm. to go down because, um, you know, that's going to definitely be a way for them to control, you know, certain individuals. And it's unfortunate because many of us are not, you know, we're not in that particular bracket. We won't be, you know, we're not accepting immunization in fact we did a poll on our page and i would say about 95 percent of people said that they wouldn't get uh wouldn't take the vaccine and uh, wouldn't get vaccinated and we understand why because of the fact that i mean first of all i mean there hasn't been enough time to have a vaccination that you know to to uh learn how the long term would affect and all of that um so regardless of what they're putting in it it's like We just don't know. And some of this shit may, two, three years down the line, you may be without a limb or all of a sudden you have brain cancer or whatever. Can't trust it. You know, so um, we know that the police state is definitely coming at a, uh, you know, at a more, at a a stronger, uh, more solid, solid rate. You know, so with that in mind, okay, we had a situation with the doctor and also, there's a number of other different situations that have been taking place with the whole mask uh issue. And I know they said you all would have to start rocking those up there uh, tomorrow.
3: Um, the mask, yeah. Yes. But tomorrow starting at midnight, you, wow. know, you have to wear a mask, no matter who you are, where you're going, whatever. If you have to wear a mask. And you also still have to social distance. So I I I think there has to be more of a campaign around that because the way Cuomo said it was like if you wear a mask you're good but what people are not still understanding is even with a mask you still have to social distance um the six feet you know so um I think even starting this weekend obviously the police and especially New York City being the epicenter are probably just gonna see people with masks and then it might be two brothers walking together or crew of young people thinking well all I have to do is wear a mask I can walk with my friend but they're not telling them that even with the mask you have to do the six feet social distancing
0: right but not only that um, when we when they talk about the mask all masks aren't safe you know what I mean you need you need certain type of mask it's not
3: yeah none of that is safe like what they're basically Cuomo's like you could put a bandana on and I'm just like this That's is bullshit. crazy like <laughs> what no and but the other thing is also look if you're in Brooklyn, you're right. wearing a gold, a yellow mask, a red mask, or a or blue, blue mask, bass. you got you're a problem. Complete, you're completely right. going to be affiliated with yeah. street gang organizations, right? right? So like brothers and sisters are like, what the hell? Like, yeah. and I'm like that too. If the police were killing us because we're wearing hoodies, right. Now, now all of a sudden they're gonna be like, uh, oh, I don't know, is that a gang member? Yeah. You know, and and that's what's going to happen. So we're seeing the fascism really like in front of our face, but it's being masked under a, a, a public health crisis, which is still disproportionately affecting African-American, and Latinx people, again, using the language of the demographics that they're using here in New York so, on the public health system.
1: So let's tie that to... Because um, I mean you just mentioned uh, that the numbers of, again, black and brown folks in particular are yeah. a higher rate um, than our white counterparts in the United States. Uh, and some of that is uh, obvious reasons, like the, the races of America, which means lower health care um, opportunities for black and brown folks who have lower, uh, lower health care um, uh, insurance rates uh the fact that there's a lot of essential workers the fact the folks that people again didn't want to pay 15 dollars an hour or two but now these are the folks who have to go to work and have to keep um trucks moving uh have to keep stores open grocery stores open delivering groceries delivering takeout and all the rest of it these uh essential jobs are still being required from folks um and it's causing this uptick uh in our communities and the complicated health issues that already that we already have, again, in America, are adding to the, the, the ways in which this, um, this virus is impacting our community. So again, proportionally more sick folks and proportionally more deaths um, related to this virus.
3: Right. And for me, the pre-existing condition that we have to talk about is poverty, right? <laughs> That's what it is. And also the fact that most people's um, health insurance is tied to having a job. So now that you're jobless, you can't continue, uh, or if you were to continue trying to have health care, there's no way people can afford it. And the, the program is called COBRA, and it gives you a time if you lose your job to then go into some kind of um, health insurance plan. But even the Obamacare health insurance plan, most people could still not afford that then. Right? And let me interrupt and that,
1: you really quick, because yeah. COBRA is... Extremely expensive. You have yeah. to pay the full payment uh, of the deductibles and monthly, and people don't realize how um, how that how exaggerated that cost is compared to what they pay when they have a job.
3: Right, because even right having a job, you know, we all know if you, I mean, my husband just as he works for the state of New York, right? So there, he, there's a deductible, um, even in that uh, through his in his paycheck, but you know that's the obviously I think it's not only that poverty is a pre-existing condition that then has led unfortunately many people in our community to have kidney failure and have diabetes but somewhere like the Bronx which is also baffling to me because the Bronx has the highest rates of asthma in the whole world I mean the whole country and now you're asking those people to wear a mask (laughs) you know and it's like Right. You know, they can have an asthmatic attack just by not being able to breathe through a mask or whatever you're supposed to cover your face with. So that idea of not only poverty being the pre-existing condition, it is important that we understand that the health, I don't care call it healthcare care system, I call it a health sick system, you know, that there is mm. racial bias that happens when you go into an emergency room. And I, know, I
1: just want to add real quickly, yeah. and the testing again. Is not happening in Black and Brown communities. Our folks are not getting tested to the same degree that white communities, middle class communities, rich communities are getting tested, and so that's something else that's impacting our our ability to stamp out this virus. Yeah, um, but I so would we're gonna, go ahead. Oh, sister. sorry.
3: Oh no, I would just um, push back on that point just a little bit. Um, only one percent of the entire population of the United States has been tested, mm-hmm. so I do believe that it will be those higher middle class and obviously basketball players and artists who are like, I have the, I have coronavirus. How did you get it? How did you find the test? You mm-hmm. have a doc, you know, and, and that you can kind of see a class issue, but still disproportionately of course, it's yeah. still gonna be art people that yeah. are impacted by that.
1: So we are about to take our last break and when we come back, we're gonna talk about uh, 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 potentially an upcoming strike of workers uh, that's being called for on May Day Um, and what this really, what this coronavirus could mean for the system of capitalism, not only here in the United States, but internationally. More when we come back on renegade culture. No doubt. (laughs) What's happening? yeah yeah yo we back again venegate culture with our sister rosa clemente rosa clemente's oh, in, in the,
0: the i got you girl you know i got you feel you know, <laughs> okay. okay. so like i'm on a, a bad bt show right now. <laughs> <laughs> pick one anyone <laughs>
2: <laughs> we social distancing God. we can't yeah. have no real yeah. audience you know what i mean
1: yes
0: What'd you no, say? I love I'm from Bridgeport. You,
1: you gotta forgive Connecticut. Oh, I'm from oh, Bridgeport,
0: baby. Act like you know. Shout out to BPT, where Kamal's been banned. They told me they <laughs> yo they t- yo they I told was me before Corona Hey, look, man, that, man. Listen, look, dude. They said only way you coming through there, boy. Look at here. You got it's a no fly zone. I say yo, let my man pass. He said nah, man. It ain't happening. He said don't oh. pass the Bronx, homie. Yeah, Past let's co-op let's city is a problem. Yo,
2: yo, come hey, out! Don't worry. You could come. You could come with me, man. We walked through oh, this. I you it. Come to
0: Good. Guys. Y'all get, a get robbed together. <laughs> uh, all right, we got we back. Your rob <laughs> Get Back
1: to our topic at hand, with sister Rosa. Um, so this uh, actually today, uh, the, the latest uh, unemployment figures came out. Or those who are p- applying for unemployment uh, is now topped twenty-two million dollars. I mean, twenty-two million people. Which is more than all the jobs created over the last decade in the so called mm. recovery. Right. Um, mm. So now we have, uh, uh, you know, like never before, in terms of people being out of work. And again, like we spoke about briefly, workers are now being forced in some ways to go to work and make sure that whatever's left of the system continues to operate. And in addition to that, that we are not even clear that like folks in, at uh, Amazon have been fired because the safety standards have not been checked both in private and public um, jobs where folks are, are um, do, again, going to work and, and trying to make things continue to happen. So there's been a coalition of folks, Rose, I believe you're part of that, that are now calling for a strike on May 1st. Can you talk a little bit about what's supposed to happen?
3: Yeah, so on May, May Day, which is May 1st, um, Uh, And and led by Cooperation, Jackson is calling for a strike um, to protect the people, you know. Um, And obviously, we can't be outside. Uh, What we're encouraging people our essential workers to do is just not go to work that day, you know. And um, the response has been really good, actually, more than I I thought, especially with Amazon and Walmart workers. Because right now Amazon and Walmart are go, having the hires um, they're having these uh, hiring sprees and they are hiring 10, 20, 30,000 people like per week or whatever uh, to keep the basically the, the supply chain, especially with food, going. Labor extracts the, the, the planet and is destructive. And if anything, this is the moment that we raise the consciousness of people being like, this system is not working. On top of it, they've told us for years, right? The government, we can't have healthcare for everybody. And we can't have a universal basic income. And we can't erase student loan debt. Well, you just gave up another $2 trillion to corporations. So everything they said that they couldn't do because they didn't have the money, they're doing right now. Mm-hmm. And they're still not giving people the money that they need. $1,200 is a joke.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Whatever city you live in, that might cover one third of your rent. Yeah.
1: And I just want to jump, like until, yeah. in, again, in it's, the richest country in the world, uh, right. there's other social democracy. They're not perfect either. They're capitalist based, But at the very least, what they've tried to do is to pay uh, the pay the salaries of the workers to keep the workforce in place, as opposed to allowing massive unemployment to take place. Like you said, people losing yeah. their, their health care, their their ability to to have income. Therefore, they're worried about all the debt that's adding up that maybe for now is being um, uh, put on hold in terms of having to be paid. But no one is the, the they're not suggesting that they're going to cancel this debt that the, the masses of people are, are stuck with. So and are still and that's one of the,
3: Yeah, that's one of the things the strike is calling for, right, like cancellation of rent, cancellation of mortgage payments, a universal basic income, and canceling any type of interest um, or methods around these credit cards, because now people are beginning to use their credit cards to buy food, you know? So for us to be, quote, the richest country in the world and the most advanced, we're the hotspot, we're the epidemic hotspot in the world. Somehow they, they knew this was coming. Like they, right. the, and it's been proven that they knew in November this was about to hit the economy. And now that whole idea of workers, you know, this is America. Workers will do whatever they need to do. They will even die to keep the economy open. That's what some Congress Republicans are saying. Like people will take a chance of dying because they want capitalism and our system to be all right. And if it means a million people die, then that's a low number. According to what I have heard, particularly Republican elected officials say that the sacrifice of people is worth it to keep capitalism from, um, complete failure.
0: Not only that, I want to add on, um, there's a company in Delaware, where they're talking about uh, depopulating chickens. They're talking about killing 2 million chickens because of the fact that they can't keep up with... um, because of staff shortages. Right. Um, So you have that situation. You have... uh, I just saw a number of farmers who have to mow their corn down because of the fact that they don't have the staff to to pick the corn. And at the same time, you have people starving across America right now. People... You know, because of the fact that folks are talking about this whole $1,200 thing. What's worse than that is there's people. That, there are people who are not getting anything. You know what I mean? And there's folks, families, who are literally starving. I just saw something on the news um, today in Atlanta. There was a situation where a hotel kicked out a uh, couple right in the middle of this thing because of the fact that uh, they said the couple couldn't afford to pay. They, had a, they actually had a fake sheriff, a dude with a sheriff uh, shirt on, and a gun come up to the spot and evict them, put them out on the streets. And the hotel, you know, has an answer to it yet. So it's all kinds of things. You talk about capitalism, you're talking about uh, animals losing their lives, uh, plant, you know, uh, hunger. You know, so this strike is important for, on so many levels because of the fact that unfortunately our people, many of our people are ignorant to what's going on outside of the, you know, the mass media and social media just dealing with the quote-unquote virus itself.
1: Yeah. And I think the reason I mentioned it being the richest country in the world is mm-hmm. by it's paired with being the most unprepared country right. in the world because it, right. it it sticks to this rugged capitalist model that only looks to defend corporate elites, uh, white elites, um, money elites with government bailouts where the masses of folks, again, have to suffer and slog through this terrain. and And, you know, it's we hope that the strike is going to be successful because, um, you know, one of the problems with the American worker, uh, particularly the white American workers, that they buy into the system so much that they'd rather die with it than think about alternatives to what the system can be like. Because they're scared that black and brown people will be considered equal to them. And Mm. it keeps them away from any kind of real class consciousness around what's happening. Capitalism heightened jenicots
0: and ignorance.
3: Yeah, so, yeah, May 1st, it's hashtag May Day, 2020. There are a lot of great organizations beginning to join uh, on a daily basis. And, you know, we have to, we have to, this is what we have left. You know, I'm at the point, like, this is all we got. Or we're just, or just massive amounts of people are going to die. And, and my view, too, not, that I believe everybody has the coronavirus. I believe we're all infected right and people are like no that's crazy they would tell us I'm like no what it could be is that we all have it and some people will never show symptoms or they will be asymptomatic but pass it on to someone whose immune system is weaker you know so I don't think it's a conspiracy theory to say we all got this shit they they and in fact i was listening to a report yesterday from the bbc saying that the tracing of it comes from a lab that a woman was working on and the contagion got loose they traced it to that one woman then to her boyfriend and her family and where we started to see the pandemic happen in wuhan
0: china well Well, rosa some some of our guests believe that uh you sound like one of our past guests, a uh, brother by the name of Dougie, the abolitionist. He said, we're all going to die. Rosa said, we all got corona. So I we
3: all, I the difference is we won't all die, but I do believe. Good. Okay,
0: good. Don't start no, that shit, no, Rosa.
3: And, and let me say this. It's going to come back. Doctors are already yes. saying that it's going to mutate and co- could come back stronger once we get back into the winter months.
0: Mm-hmm. It's going to come back and become a president. But most likely, most
3: likely. I why? <laughs> so I don't know if we want to end this segment Absolutely. on a lighter Not note.
0: Clear.
1: Huh? I'm sorry about that.
3: No,
1: it's okay. Oh, uh, so I didn't. Know if we want to end the segment on a lighter note, but we got we we got our bowl master. Uh, um, uh, Turn the bowl. Doctor. All right. We got we
0: got uh, the bowl right here. Yeah, he has and, the bowl. This and is the
2: question I'm picking oh. out right about now. We usually have you do it, as I guess.
0: Oh God. Is should I allow this question to go through?
2: When was the first time you was called a nigger?
3: <laughs> Wait. When was the first time what?
2: You was called a nigger. Oh. And no. we'll answer that when we get back.
0: Well, Rosa's not. Puerto Rican. I don't know if she's been called a nigger. Okay. We'll speak. Uh, However, gosh, that's not not, not, I think she actually not good. not
3: true at all. Mm-hmm. Um, See, yeah, Puerto
0: be... Rican nigger. She been called. It's yeah. thicker. Okay. Yeah. A prigger. But no, anyway.
3: You need to read the poem, um, Rican Blues. See, so don't know how many yeah, of us as right. Puerto Ricans were called that word? And the first time for me, oh, I remember it clearly. Well, we're we, we, uh, we we gonna that, come back. back. We
0: got you got you go got hold it till we get back. All right, yeah, we're gonna let you answer. It. I'm just talking. shit.
3: I know, I got it. I got you. <laughs> you ain't a
0: killer, you ain't a killer, you ain't, a killer, you ain't, a killer you ain't a
1: killer. Hey, yo, uh, I got photos. <laughs> 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 huh? huh? I said, my video photos. I, I hope that. Right.
0: Yeah. Hey Rosa, I said you're Puerto Rican, so now you want to play big pun? You know so it. What up? What up? <laughs> Listen to Renegade Culture, where you can find out when the last time Knocker was called a nooga.
1: <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> this has been. really good. you gave well. his answer off air. He said since birth. You
2: know what yeah.
1: I'm
3: wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so, bro, goofy. That I remember it clearly. I was. Uh, in my second year of a sophomore, by then was very politically conscious. I was part of an organization called the Albany State University Black Alliance, and I ran and I became the president. So we were in the lunchroom, a bunch of uh, the cafeteria, and two white girls were just like, whatever they were doing, they were like, dumb, and people, and those and people, and what the fuck, and that, and they were a little drunk anyway. But you know, they came up to the table and I punched her in the face and I almost got kicked out of school. Yeah. What are you talking about? Officially expelled, but then the people rose up on my campus to have me Rise back. up for Rosa. But it was the best punch in my life. Like yeah. anytime I want, I remember it clearly. You know that story. And I loved it. And that was the last time that hey, happened.
0: Hey, Rosa, can we bring you a camera so you show us how the punch went? <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> Slow-mo. Nope.
3: The way you just did it, Colombi. that's exactly how it went
1: down. You're cool. be calling my girl Shorty, B.
3: And check it out. My, my, <laughs> uncle, my uncle taught me how to box because he was a prize fighter. Okay. He, he won three belts. Okay. So he taught me how to box.
0: What's your uncle's name?
3: Harry Arroyo.
0: Harry Arroyo? He's still around? Yeah,
3: yeah.
0: Kamal said he'll whoop Harry Arroyo at. Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. Undefeated 41 times.
0: Uh-uh. Oh, mm-hmm. Uh-uh. Right. Wait
3: a minute. Yeah, yeah. 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 Minute. He's so, not he, at the boxing What's box, his weight class? What's his weight class? Boxing Hall of Fame. This okay. is weight class. The one that's after the the, the lowest one, would it he's not... He's, he's
0: featherweight. Bantamweight. Le- no, yeah.
3: Bantamweight. Yeah. I
0: fought yeah, Bantamweight. Yeah. 123 yeah. pounds. Nigga, yeah. you still yep. a Bantamweight. I still mean? knock your motherfucking yep. ass out. <laughs> 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 your jacket way more than you. <laughs> Rosa. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Why don't you tell In us? your mouth.
1: <laughs> <laughs> will not you tell us um, the information on where folks can get involved here, get some more information about the upcoming strike because we think that's really important to make sure folks know about it.
3: Yes, it's GenStrike G E N Strike, strike twenty twenty at ProtonMail.com. And that's because it's a more secure site. P-R-O-T-O-N mail. Protonmail.com. And anybody can follow the hashtag Mayday twenty twenty general strike twenty twenty or strike in place.
0: No doubt. We'll get knocked the fuck out by Rosa. Yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on Rosa. Was banging to have you, you know what I'm saying? You damn. Yeah, want to come culture. back again? Oh, you are yes. gonna be back several times. We would have a T-shirt for you, but Kalanji, for some reason. A <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Rosa. You know what I'm saying. Rosa. Yes. It, yes wait, I, I'll mail you shirt. Wow. Just, it, it your shirt. Just inbox me your your address, man. <laughs>
0: it's got a but, hey, to you going yeah. hey, you gonna you going get one before Kamal on, monkey ass? You are gonna be sitting there like? <laughs>
3: I mean, but Kalanji and me been in some situations back in the day, so I should be getting a shirt before I come out, cause you know, Kamal yeah. out don't like no conflict.
0: Yeah. Oh. Come out. Yeah. 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 So I think I think she just called you a sucker, a sap, and a as <laughs> <laughs> a mother shit. You know what, what I mean?
3: He, he's a lawyer. He's always trying to settle things. Oh, Sometimes
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, see, right. see, class struggle. <laughs> class struggle. He ain't never trying to win. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like, Yo, said you said you're a lawyer. You're always trying to settle some shit. <laughs> Can we just all come to an agreement? <laughs> Look, now he's stuttering. Look at him. i uba <laughs> You about to get hey, a slap.
1: Y'all, we will be back next week with a new hot show.
0: No <laughs> doubt. Be safe out there, Rosa. All
3: right, thank you. I love y'all. Thank you.
0: Ready get coach to the building. Me out. Blackout.
3: on on top, on top.